Hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Welcome to Hey, Jeff, a podcast called Hey, Julie, a podcast about Survivor and Big Brother. Danielle, happy Sunday. Happy Queen Victoria Day. Thank you so much. Happy birthday to Queen Victoria. Yes, it's May 2-4 here in Canada. It's a long weekend. 209 years strong. Yeah. Our Iron Lady. (laughs) Yeah, we love Queen V. We love the long weekend. People are up at their cottages. Oh, wow. Everyone's drinking their two-fours of beer. (laughs) At the at the uh, the jury house, the BB twenty, yeah, exactly. the BB Canton jury house. It's a duplex. <laughs> There's kind of a large tic tac toe thing going on in the backyard. That's, That's exactly it. That's all we got. Exactly what it is. Me myself personally, I have been spending a lot of time on my roof. Oh, here's the thing, guys. Let me just let me just say, private roof deck. It's private or share. Oh, it is a private roof. That's the thing. You know, I miss America. And I miss New York a lot. But New York has ever, some roofs. They, they have some roofs, but would I ever be able to have a private roof with, with the quality of roof that I have right now in New York? No, never. Because I would never make $8 million a year, which is what you would need in order to <laughs> get an apartment with a private roof. I got a private roof. It's great. I go up there. I do a little yoga. I have some, some drinks you have a up grill? there. Do you have a grill up we there? We just got a grill. We oh. got a Weber grill. No, we didn't. Oh, <laughs> oh. Danielle, one big even, brother. I don't even know what kind of grill it is. I, I left it to my, listen, you know, equality a, for the sexes and all that. But like, <laughs> that's a man's role in the house. We yeah. all know that. I don't want to know. I was like, I don't care. He was like, oh, he started to talk about like, oh, I wish we could get charcoal. I was like, I don't need to know the details. I don't need to know. Just tell me when the burger's finished. I just want the meat cooked to the temperature (laughs) I ask. Exactly. Tell me when the burger is done, I'll have extra cheddar on mine. This sounds delightful. I feel like I'm going to book a flight. You would love it. Honestly, you would love it. Um, It's a great roof. (laughs) That's all (laughs) I can say. Uh, And Brett also had a really fun weekend so far. Yep. I'm hanging in there. I went to a music festival yesterday. I went to a music festival. We'll talk about Survivor. There's okay. not much going on. We'll talk about Survivor. A good yeah. episode of Survivor. A sur- an episode of Survivor in which a hero was born out of the ashes. I, and what ashes? Very friendly ashes. Happy yeah. ashes. Anyways. But. I went to a music festival in Los Angeles yesterday that was marketed only towards people who were over 30. <laughs> and other than the people who literally brought their children, I did not see a single person in their 20s or their teens. Yeah. And it was great. It was great. Everyone was wearing sensible shoes. <laughs> Everyone was drinking water. Everyone was being <laughs> was respectful outside? for the most part. It was outside. Only one sort of like mosh fight scenario that was like stopped instantly because everyone's like, come on. Yeah. I got work on Monday. I mean, I love that. It, it was fantastic. It was fantastic. All these classic rock bands were really good. And by classic rock, I mean like Franz Ferdinand and Modest Mouse and <laughs> Take Interpol. Me out. Take me all- out. Franz Ferdinand was fantastic. <laughs> Interpol was fantastic. Modest Mouse was fantastic. My friends from London, though, Block mm. Party, they they had a bit of a London like. They're we British? Don't wanna, we don't want to be here, mate. Sort I of thought vibe. they were and Canadian. I, no, they're so hot. Are you sure they're Which not would Canadian? make sense if they were Canadian, I guess. <laughs> I thought for they're sure. Like, they're hot Londoners. Wow. I had no clue. But they named their band after the Bloc Québécois. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Isn't it? I don't think they named it after the Bloc Québécois. Oh, okay. Well, too I guess I'm just really self-centered. <laughs> uh, well, it sounds great. Were there a lot? Was everyone sitting the whole time? No. I mean, oh. people were sitting. I was sitting. I was sitting for many yeah. portions. We, Me and my friends, we picked some beds. Like, you know what? For these bands, we're going to be sitting. I'm not looking to stand for 12 <laughs> hours today. That's not going to happen. I don't really get it standing was on a golf at a concert course. anyway. Yeah. I was on a golf course. It was like, all right, just sitting on this grass. I'd I'll move over relax. here and sit on shorter grass. That's what they mm-hmm. call the the fairway. Oh. Yeah. Did, how, was your, how was your golf game? I've never played it. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm about to be an elderly white man, so I should get into it soon. It's going to be weird if I don't. Does your shirt say juice or Beetlejuice? It says all juice team. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's for my friend Therese Paler, who unfortunately passed away. Oh, well, it's, it's it cute. Sad. Sorry. Thanks, Danielle. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't, I just saw juice and the color of the shirt looked like it could be a Beetlejuice shirt. It is not. No. <laughs> My friend uh, wrote a column called the All Juice Team, where he wrote about the the college football players who had the most juice. Mm, cool. I, I do love the word juice. I think it's making if a you buy a If you buy an All Juice Team tea, breakingtea.com slash Therese, all proceeds go to support the Therese Paler uh, scholarship at Howard University. You know, for once in our entire five-year podcast run, we've finally given a link to something that people should actually do. <laughs> yeah, this, <laughs> is, this is not an ad. It's, 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 no, I know. You're helping out, you're helping out uh, a scholarship. No, I think it's great. Helping people go to college. Stop buying Wendy's based on our recommendations and actually go buy a cute <laughs> t-shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's get into Survivor. Enough, enough funny business. Yeah. It was a very good week of Survivor just because, I mean, you texted me, Brett, and I had not watched yet, but you did text me. And so I knew to be on the lookout for something fun. Oh, yeah. Something exciting. We're at final six, baby. Like, it's it's getting down to it. Like, every eviction, I keep calling them evictions, whatever. Every eviction is going to be like something, something, unless like everyone just like votes 5-0 against Romeo, which is like not going to happen. Romeo is for sure getting to final three. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have a lot of people left. We've got Marianne, Jonathan, Lindsay, Mike, uh, and Romeo. That's our final five. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. They really, it, it happens so fast, it feels like. A Marianne rises from the ashes, like the Dark Knight. Yeah. And she was never. Wow, what a. What a. She was never really. <laughs> Sorry. She was never like born into darkness, we would say. We would say she, she wasn't, was she's not Bane. She's not Bruce Bane. Wayne. She oh, okay, yeah, she's Bruce Wayne. Um, she did it with a smile. I mean, that's what sort of I would say this is very Canadian of her, actually. Is that <laughs> she's being she's being sneaky, she's stabbing people in the back, she's she's out for herself, but she's doing it with a smile on her face. And in that way I related to her. And it's like, and there's the moment where she learns that Lindsay's had this idol thing the entire time. And she feels so betrayed because like, remember like Omer, Jonathan, Lindsay, Marianne, they've been together the entire time. Like that orange team, they lost, I think the first episode or no, the second, the first episode, they lost Jackson in the middle due to his 
whatever's going on with his medications. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then in the second episode, and then Zach from the the blue team is voted out. Marianne's crush. Marianne's had a hard game, man. Her crush it gets is. voted out. Jackson leaves. She's bawling. Her crush, Zach, gets voted out the first episode. And then the second episode is Myra. Remember Myra? No. No, Was she exactly. the divorcee? Single mom? She had divorcee energy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She might have been married. It's a stay-at-home mom, which makes me think that she okay. was, she's married. For some reason, I she thought she was a home. single mom. Yeah. She has very single mom energy to her, though. Like, lots which kind of we flowy, we respect. flowy dresses and, like, yeah. beads. I have um, much respect to the single moms out there. So within the first <laughs> five days, they lose two people. And then since then, all of them are still here up until yeah. today. That tribe is really close. And Marianne feels really, really betrayed by Lindsay to find out that Lindsay's had a secret idol the entire time. And as she gives this, this DR where she's like, I'm not a goat to be herded. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Queen. She has a great episode. Rise. Before we before we get to that though, um, I just want to talk a little bit about the I'm Dizzy comp, which results in the choice between <laughs> the so basically they all grilled have to, chicken and veggies <laughs> or cake and cookies. And it was it was such a it was Bruce Bogtrotter cake where like instead of just the kid from Matilda who has to eat all that cake. Do you remember? Uh, I haven't seen that. Oh, or the book by Roald Dahl. Um, I don't know how to read. Well, in it, this kid has to keep eating chocolate cake and um, basically it's a big, delicious looking chocolate cake. And that's the cake that they ended up eating. And I just had a big issue with the fact that they did not seem to give them plates. They just gave them all a fork and said, have at it at this cake. It was weird. What about some hand sanitizer? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. How'd they get into this what cake? What is the Purell situation like? That is such a good question. Do they have soap? A little Aesop. Oh, a little bit. Just like a, <laughs> just like a $47 bottle of Aesop at each. Well, they need the one with the gritty little, you know, the exfoliator in it to really get that dirt off. There is an Aesop store in Santa Monica that I went to somewhat yeah. recently. And I was like, do you have beard oil for men? Mm -hmm. And they gave me a little dollop and Ooh. it didn't smell great. Oh. And it was like, a f it was like $900. Yeah. That's the Aesop. That's my Aesop story. That's my Aesop fable. Well, I'll tell you, I'm a big fan of Aesop. We have it in all of our. Bathrooms. Oh yeah. You go to someone's house <laughs> and you go in the bathroom and you go out there and you see that, you see that plain bottle. You're like, mm -hmm. oh yeah. But you know what, you know what you gotta Mark do. Mark Cuban's house right now? <laughs> <laughs> what you gotta do is when it gets to like three quarters of the way empty, you just fill Dawn. it with water. No, you fill it with water. <laughs> Dial. <laughs> um, Go but, to your local Aesop store and ask if they're throwing away any bottles. And then yeah. just fill it up with like Dial. Oh, totally. Mr. My Mrs. Myers. You know what? Mrs. Myers is the good. It's some good. I got, shit the, right I got there. the Mrs. Myers. And the candles too. Mrs. Myers candles will constantly remind me of Brooklyn restaurant bathrooms because they all use Mrs. Meyer candles <laughs> in there. Um, so that is such a good question. I don't know how they avoid eating dirt because their hands are so dirty. I don't I mean, know. Everyone needs a little bit of dirt in their life. It's, that's so true. 
but it raises significantly if you're on Survivor. But they. But I'm just saying, this- like, I, I don't know what the like toilet situation is. Like, if it's basically like leaves leaves in a hole or whatever. Like, didn't you go into the ocean and just kind of like wash, just like rub your hands together under the salt water, and maybe the salt like rubs rubs stuff off of your skin. Maybe. Also, the cake. I just want. Okay, I gotta sorry. Go back, go to, back this to the cake. cake. <laughs> so they got four. They got forks. They got no plates. They got no knives. And it's like it's it's like a sheet cake from a Safeway, you know. It's- it didn't. It did not look like a great cake. It did. I w- and I like chocolate cake a lot. I was like, I would I eat love- it, but it- I'm not like mouth watering over this cake, man. Like, and they I know they have even- Tony who makes the pizzas or whatever, but it was yeah. like. They're like, Tony, can you make a cake this episode? They didn't even really really. show the cookies because they probably (laughs) knew they were bad. They just showed the people with their forks digging into the cake. One cake, four people. Or no, three people. Um, It was also really weird to have chosen cake and cookies, I thought, over chicken and vegetables. I thought so, too. But, I mean, that that was more of like a social game strategic thing of like I can bring more people in, yeah. I can get curry more favor. Um well that didn't work. <laughs> that didn't work. <laughs> Next time she's the chicken and veggies. Yeah, well I honestly I I think whatever he chose was not gonna have really much of an influence. Yeah. I think we love Marianne, but I'm nervous for her because the way this game is playing out, because everyone's pretty good at this point, Sans Romeo. Mm-hmm who finally was on the right side of a vote, like perhaps for the entire season. Romeo's like, yeah, I got someone out. <laughs> um, anytime someone like makes a move in this game and like does something that makes them the target next. And like, I, I would not be surprised if next episode starts and it's like Mike walking into the camp. He's like, you know, you know, I, I've always been saying Marianne's a strategic genius around here. Maybe, maybe she's going to go next. You're like, I'm I'm a little bit afraid for her. Jonathan's gonna like cruise to the end here, and he's gonna like he's gonna win, and it's gonna be like, and everyone's gonna be like so fucking. Everyone's gonna feel so stupid when he wins the game. I know, unless he pulls some sort of strategic um, back thing out of his pocket, it is he would be. I would say at this point, a disappointing winner, even though he is a beast. <laughs> he would be a disappointing winner. I think so too. It'll just be interesting in a season full of such um, such really uh, intellectual players and really strategic players that someone that Jonathan is Bane. Jonathan was born in the darkness. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> the darkness of eating 18, 36, <laughs> 72 eggs, eggs a day. <laughs> um, it would be weird if like a Bane guy won this season. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, like, I mean, I, I, if anything, first of all, hashtag Brett was right. Lindsay immunity beast. We love it. Big we time. love to see her just go on immunity she's streaks. She's saved. Yeah. She's safe as hell. She's like the, well, other than lose, other than losing her closest ally today, like she's the cross between like the Bane, Bane play, play, gameplay, Bane, mm-hmm. gameplay. <laughs> yeah. And the Riddler gameplay. <laughs> Dano Riddler. <laughs> love, love Dano. It's Dano, isn't it? Who cares? Okay. So here's another thing that I wanted to... You mentioned Mike. I, I really liked this about Mike. 
So when he and Marianne are talking and she's like, oh, I'm going to use my extra vote. Or she was saying something oh about God. how, like, he yes. has to trust yes. her <laughs> and he, he has to do what she wants. Right. I just love Mike's style. He's this old schooled guy from either New, New York or New Jersey. He's from New, he's from Hoboken. He's from Hoboken. And he, you know, he's just this big guy. You'd think that he's so he would be so like she doesn't know what she's talking about. She should listen to me like like, come on so strong. Instead, he's begging Marianne. He is so, um, like, lower status to her. Or the way he presents himself is so lower status to her. I really enjoyed that, <laughs> I have to say. He's begging her. He's like, please, please, Marianne. <laughs> like, don't do this to me. <laughs> like... I, and I love it in a DR. He's like, Marianne wants to play Survivor 18.0, not 2.0. <laughs> I just think he's so likable. Like he so easily could have been an evil, evil character. Um, yes. Mike also says in the episode to the camera, I'm too likable. I wouldn't want to take me to the end either. <laughs> yeah, he's right. He's right. He's just very, very nice. I think he actually has a really good chance to get to the end and win despite having some hand in like how things went down. But I think ultimately kind of being in the dark a lot of the time and being kind of easily gaslit by better players. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't really have that. Like if he's in final three, I'm not sure what his game, like how he would describe his game to be a winner. It's interesting because like he would describe he would describe certain moves as being his or having some sort of um, participation in them. But he would be wrong. Right. <laughs> like, I think he just doesn't. Ha I think he might has of the cast remaining. Like, I think he kind of has the least clue what is going on on a strategic level. But he is such a. To your point, whether it's whether it's um conscious or not, like he plays this weird low status thing with people. He's yeah. like really empathetic and he really tries to learn a lot about people. And he's like watching Omer pray and he's crying and he's like, thank you for sharing this with me, brother. And yeah. he pulls people aside and he's like, I'm so happy I'm sharing this experience with you. It's like he's like on mushrooms or something like that half the time. It, he's he's a very interesting player. He is. And I don't know, in a way it's like, all right, sure, he did survive. He did survive. That's, Give him that's a million true. dollars. Listen, he's there, a firefighter. He's, he's a, a firefighter. But that's the other thing. He's just so not what I expect from this archetype. The fact that he puts himself so lower status to everyone, to Marianne. I mean, and we <laughs> learned that Marianne isn't to be taken lightly. She isn't to be underestimated in this episode. But before this, you would think like, if there's anyone you can sort of throw your weight around <laughs> at this camp with, it might be Marianne. <laughs> and... I, I'm so interested to see what the, the fallout from this is because everyone should be fucking thanking Marianne. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're going to want to get her out. But yeah, if Omar got to the end, Omar was going to win. Yeah. He had the he had the best case to say, oh, I was responsible for X, Y, Z. Um, You know, tribal council moves for these people to be evicted, especially after High was gone and High had that sort of game. So I, I, everyone should be fucking thanking her a lot yeah, yeah. it was a fun it because was it's now like a four-person race sorry oh yeah no totally it was really fun how it went down at tribal too the way jeff counted the votes because <laughs> oh yeah it it's fun when it's a surprise 
Like I said, last week I wasn't I did, wasn't that into because I it was not a shock to me. And same for the week before. This week I was like, ooh, <laughs> good. And the way she caught to it. And he loved it. You got to give Omar props. He was such a great sport about it. They all are. They all yeah. are. These people are all really big, big fans. And they like, I think they're all really, they appreciate like, oh, wow, I got voted out in a completely wacko sort of way. Yeah. You know, like there was an extra vote used. It was like these two people who were kind of considered to be the lowest part of the, of the, of the remaining tribe. Like, that's amazing. Like, there's six people left to recognize that three, three basically is either sends it to a tie or is the evicting you know, the, the amount, uh, the amount that evicts someone like such a great move for Marianne to be like, let's use this extra vote. Now we're going to throw three on Omar. And you had this split scenario where Jonathan and Mike really wanted Romeo out for some reason. After Mike, the entire episode was like, we got to get Omar. We got to get Omar out. <laughs> yeah. I don't quite understand the flip. And maybe because, cause it was like five days ago that I watched it. And then Lindsay and Omar together vote. Uh, they put two votes on Jonathan, which is like, I would imagine completely like broken the cold war between Lindsay and Jonathan. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, well, at this point there's five left, you know, it's time to start. It's, it's gotta be a hot war now. So uh, what did you think about Lindsay having this immunity idol and not playing it? I, no one played an idol and there, uh, there were, <laughs> there are like 18 idols to be played. <laughs> Marion and Mike still have one. Yeah. There was a point in this episode where I wrote down, is everybody going to use a power at right. Tribal tonight? Which would be like, so confusing. Are we going to see three <laughs> idols and an extra vote used tonight? Yeah. I'm not surprised if we end up shot in the dark. Jeff, Mark, other producers. We did it for two years. We had a very fun time. Mm -hmm. I'm rolling a shot in the dark to say shot in the dark is done. It's done. Don't bring it back. D-U-N. It was a F-L-O-P flop. <laughs> Nobody used it. And when they did, they never, it never worked. So. Yeah. Let's bring out, let's come up with something new. You know, let's, let's roll the dice on a new, new twist. Have them roll dice. Yeah. Ooh. Have them literally roll dice. And there's like a, like a skull on one side and fire on the other. Do shot in the dark, but actually have them have him do Frenchy thing where Frenchy has to throw the giant <laughs> dice. Yeah. I don't remember, <laughs> even though I rewatched the first season recently, but was there ever like a fish catching competition on Survivor? How would that be fair? Well, who cares about fair? Is it entertaining? Oh, yeah, that's true. I don't know. <laughs> I don't um, know. Just give no, them all that, a I mean, that spear and say, whoever good. catches the most fish, you get the immunity. Listen, <laughs> I'm available <laughs> to be hired for this show. Remember when there was a wild hog in the camp when they no. tried to catch that pig? In this season? I think it was in Heroes versus Villains. Oh, Oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I also had a flashback. Uh, I don't know why this week watching to Heroes versus Villains when Colby was like to his brother, like, God damn it. <laughs> God damn Jake, it, Blake. Come on. 
It was Colby, so good. not a chill guy. Not, not a, a chill guy. guy. I also like something that really stuck with me from that season. Sorry to go off on a tangent is how no, adamant the heroes were about like hero behavior. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Everyone was like, I'm a hero. I need to be a hero. It's not very hero of you to uh, eat that rice. <laughs> it's just something I want to take into my day to day life. Um, yeah, well, it was a great episode. Only five people left. So only two weeks left? Three weeks. I guess so. Two or three, something like that. I don't know. It's always weird. Like, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if like the finale was next week and it's like three hours and nine yeah. evictions. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure either, but it was very good. Um, and, and I guess it's like probably two more weeks. Yeah, because the I don't know. But it's going to be well, great. It's going to bring us into June. Let me, let me look this up. You can vamp. I'll talk about it. Okay. So while Brett's looking that up, I want to bring up something else I was watching. Also, a big apology. I didn't ask for questions or comments about for this episode until like two minutes ago. So we don't have... Oh, we have one question um, that we can get to which is about Survivor. It's from Lexi Center. Has there been any indication of it being a live or recorded reunion? Thoughts? Don't believe I've seen one way or another on TV, at least. Personally, I hope it's live. This is a good question because, like, I don't know if you realize this, Brett, but um, COVID-19 is over and everyone's just I went just to a music festival to... yesterday. I know, I'm aware. <laughs> Everything is just back to normal. So I really don't see why, even though I'm, I'm, being facetious, everyone. It's not over. And everyone should still try to be careful and, you know, observe protocols. Also, I read this really heartbreaking piece in the New York Times about people's last text, like people who died of COVID's last text messages they sent. And it was really sad. So if you want to feel something, a, you can go read that. This is a fucking great episode. This podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing was, people down on so many levels. I'm sorry. But so back to like the reason there hasn't been a live reunion. Yes, Brett? I do have an answer on the finale. Oh, please. It is this Wednesday. It's going to be four hours long. Yeah, it is. Do you know if it's live or not? Uh, it does not say that. Well, so if you if people don't know, um, it's hasn't been live the past couple of weeks because of a couple of weeks, because a couple of years, because obviously of COVID. But usually it's live and there's like a lot of energy and a lot. I like that where they have the, yeah. the fake the families. Set. Yeah. Like it's like it zooms in on the fire and then it zooms back out. But the fire is now on a set and everyone's there <laughs> yeah. and it looks kind of different. And you're like, oh, wow. You they look hot. Look, <laughs> you look hot or also like you look better with a beard. Mm, or Yeah. Like there, okay, there was this guy on... Um, survivor, a Gen X millennial, Ken, who mm -hmm. was like, so he was literally a model and I really liked him. He was a fucking weirdo. He was just a total weirdo. And he was just like this really lanky, hot model guy. And everyone would like say he was like a really big physical threat. And everybody talked about how hot he was. And he was like, so you could tell that this guy's entire life was kind of blessed and ruined by being incredibly hot. <laughs> yeah. And he had this really like inward, morose, philosophical energy about him. And I kind of liked him because of that. Anyways, we get to the finale and he's like wearing just like the shittiest like vest and shirt 
<laughs> I'm like, you're literally a model. Like, why are you dressed like a teenager, like going to a, a dance and like not knowing what to wear? It was bad. Yeah. It was bad. But did he still look good? Because that's the thing. Really, no, how people didn't. can wear whatever they want. He looked great on Survivor because he was constantly wearing like just his underwear. And you're like, this guy is like, yeah. this guy's like Henry Cavill. Mm. And then he's like wearing like this brown like shirt with the collar coming like out wide above like the orange vest. And he looks like Michael Sarah. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> can I just say, Henry Cavill, there's something up with him. I just want to go on the record of saying this guy is weird. He is weird. Okay. If we got, yeah, I, if there was like an army hammer sort of revelation about him, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. There's something so weird about this guy. Is he British? He is, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, there's just something, I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> say that it's something dark about him, but there's just something weird. And I, I'm basing this almost entirely on the fact that he had a very obviously PR relationship with Hay Kaylee Cuoco, star of The Flight Attendant, for like two weeks. <laughs> two week long relationship where it was like pictures of them going grocery shopping at Ralph's. Pictures of them. Ralph's? Like, Not yeah. even an Arab one. <laughs> no. Like, or yeah, exactly. Like a very down to earth grocery They're chain. such a down to earth couple. Yeah. It was, they were clearly staged and it was weird as hell. And I just, ever since then, I thought, because I already know she's kooky, but for him to have stooped to that, there's something going on here. That's wild. Yeah. Was it like, was like The Witcher season three and Flight Attendant season two oh. coming out at the same time? Like a and week I got apart? Another, that's the other problem I have with him is the TV show, The Witcher. Which I saw, I forget if I mentioned it, but I saw like five minutes of that show <laughs> that my husband was watching. I was like, how is this real? There's no way this can be real. There is no way. And I've it's never popular. watched it. Oh, it's, it's very popular. The video game is very popular and people love the TV show. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. It was he's like... He's just witching all around. Yeah, and he's got a blonde wig and... There's a big dragon. <laughs> I don't know. It was like, I get Game of Thrones. I've watched Game of Thrones and I get the appeal of that show. This show was truly, it was like a video game. It was like, press F if you want him to do a somersault. Press F to pay respects. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were we um, talking about? We were talking about Survivor and like hot people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The finale. The yeah. finale. Mm -hmm. I would like it to be live in the audience. Yeah, same. I, don't, I, I would imagine they probably did the same thing that they did for the last season. <laughs> I think these two seasons should be like considered a, a batch, a little bunch. Yeah. And I would I would imagine next season we'll get back to having a live finale. I think so, too. I just don't see any reason why not to at this point. I, I don't see how they taped another season of Survivor one month before this season was taped. And they're like, well, let's just have the winner be announced at Tribal Council in the moment. And I don't know how a month later they'll be like, yeah, we'll just uh, do this in a studio a year and a half from now. Like, I, yeah. I don't know how like CBS would kind of put up the risk of doing that. <laughs> Can I just say, <laughs> I had to go do some research, okay, about Henry Cavill and <laughs> Kaylee Cuoco. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank <laughs> God. 
Thank God. For okay. This. this they were romantically linked in July 2013 and People magazine confirmed just 12 days into the relationship the two had called it quits. <laughs> they called it quits after 12 days. How can you call it quits? <laughs> Don't you just not respond to the person's text? <laughs> so good it's so good they had paparazzi pictures this of them grocery shopping, grocery shopping hiking dining whole foods <laughs> oh sorry whole foods there's okay. a whole foods they this wouldn't go a- to a ralph's like a plebeian I'm, right, I'm i live sorry. next to a ralph's i go to a ralph's <laughs> when i'm like i need one half gallon of milk it is just like they mo- must have both had broken up with someone very recently and this was a very intense rebound where they were going grocery shopping together within 12 days because there's no other explanation 12 days is date one (laughs) goes well maybe a smooch (laughs) date two maybe we go all the way because this is like going to be really intense yeah like how are you going to the supermarket with someone within 12 days grocery and they bought a lot of groceries and he is lugging those groceries into he has, the car. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's a man. And not to mention, <laughs> literally Superman. Yeah. He's got one bag in one hand and two bags in the other hand. I he mean, could carry more, frankly. But, yeah. If she's carrying could. one, good yeah. on her. I bet that's the light <laughs> bag. I bet that's the bag with, like, lettuce in it. Yeah, that's what I always do. I'm like, I'll carry the bread. <laughs> <laughs> What's the one with the potato chips in it? <laughs> yeah, anything with lots of air. Um, and then I get two cases of seltzer, and I give them to my husband. I say, good luck. Um, but, but I just, I wanted to give everyone a blast from the past. Simpler times, 2013. These were the days. These Literally, were the days. All the photos of them are from <laughs> one of two days because they're wearing the same clothes. He's wearing a red t-shirt and jeans and she's wearing like a like a leopard print blouse. Now there's also and then the other photos of them, they're like on a hike at Griffith yeah, Park. Yeah, exactly. They're hiking. And that's, there's no other photos of them. You're right. This is amazing. <laughs> because it was only 12 Aren't days. I'm so glad you listened to this podcast, users. <laughs> Users, <laughs> listeners. Um, um, okay, so that was <laughs> Danny's pop culture history moment. <laughs> Wait, I thought maybe we'd get another question, and we haven't. I'm so sorry. No, no I one cares. So late. No one cares. <laughs> but so, that's oh, it we for got, Survivor, just got a right? question. Oh, oh no, did? that was the, that was a question you read. Never mind. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, so. That's it for Survivor. We're both looking forward. Let's since next week is the finale. Let's give our hot takes right now, Brett. Who do you think is going to win? Who do you think is going to Mike? Win? Wow. What about you, Marianne? <laughs> Marianne would be amazing if Marianne and Kevin <laughs> from BB Canada are like our winners of oh, like what Survivor Big Brother, yeah. like. Oh my God, we're having the most amazing year. Reality year. Yeah, totally. All right. So that those are our predictions set in stone. We'll check back. Next week we'll know whether hashtag Danny was right or hashtag Brett was right. Um okay. hashtag Romeo was right. Now we have to get to some other really important pop culture news, which is oh my God. Brett watched The Staircase. I watched the first two episodes of The Staircase. And you thought? 
Um, first of all, no one's ass has been eaten yet. <laughs> oh, like, really? Yeah. Oh. Unless I, I skipped it. It's like deep in the season, I guess. I thought it was in one of the first. Um, oh, know, maybe man. it is. Here's the thing. I watched all three in one sitting. Because oh, it's in the, the third first, one. Because the first three were released on the same day. So that's possible. To me, it's all one episode. But yes, that I is possible. I can't. Okay. Um, it's good. It's a bit intense. Mm. Um, I like sad shit, but not sad shit where everyone's just like sitting in the living room crying because their mom just died. Yeah. And that's a lot of what this show is. Mm-hmm. It's like pretty crazy that our mom just died. Yeah. Pretty crazy that our dad is maybe going to jail. This is a really bad situation for everybody. Yeah. Um, the scene in the second episode where they like do a reenact, like a very, very like reenactment, very tay reenaction <laughs> of how this woman died. Yeah. You told me Tony Collette does some death acting. Yeah. Holy shit. That was, yeah. it's just why I don't really consume lots of true crime stuff. Like, to watch someone bleed out and choke on their own blood for like five minutes with like no music. <laughs> I know, but this is it, is intense. It's an intense choice, and it's like not the type of thing I usually watch. I mean, I that's what I'm saying. I have never seen someone, thank God, I'm knocking on wood, pass away before my eyes. But if I did, I think it would be like what Tony Collette. Like, what has Tony Collette seen where she's able to act this out so well? She's seen some dark shit. Her mind is connected to like the the sum of humanity's experiences. (laughs) Also, let me just go off on a little tangent here. But you mentioned true crime. I just want to say as a nation, true crime, two nations, Canada and America, true crime has rotted people's brains. I think we should actually outlaw true crime as a whole uh, thing that people are into. It reached critical mass, and I think the popularity, that combined with, like, everyone being able to make content and everyone wanting to be involved in, like, a national discourse in some way. Any two assholes starting a podcast? Yeah. (laughs) Can't relate. (laughs) But I just... I just think it's gross. It's gotten too far where everyone wants to be involved in like solving a case. And it's like, you're not a lawyer and you're definitely not an investigator and you actually don't know anything. And I don't know, wanting to be involved in these gruesome things is weird. It's weird. I'm sorry. I don't like it. I know it like it's very comforting for a lot of people. It's just really very much not for me. Why can't you be involved? There's like a really fun British scandal going on right now. It's called... A very English scandal. (laughs) I wish. It's called (laughs) Wagatha Christie. (laughs) Have you heard of this? It's tangentially sports related, Brett. Oh, it's like someone's wife. Yeah. It's two wags. Oh. (laughs) It's just like, it's a, a completely frivolous lawsuit based on like social media slander essentially i have the i have the wiki page yeah and it's um it's a libel trial it's libel which like i've learned if you want to win a libel trial you go to britain because they have really lax laws (laughs) and even johnny depp couldn't win (laughs) exactly that's why you know he's guilty um but 
but it's a fun little trial. Like that's the kind of investigative journalism, like citizen journalism I'm interested in. Everything else more serious than that, leave it to the professionals. Please, please God. Oh God, I'll dive into this later, but I don't know. Wagatha, I don't know if I want to dive into Wag- Wagatha Christie. <laughs> it's just like an example of like a fun celebrity. Uh, but it's um, very like, how I mean, in England, like we have just like real housewives. In England, they have like soccer housewives. Yeah. Wags. Like they invented the housewives genre before America did. And there's so just true. like so true. writing in the newspaper about <laughs> athletes' wives, which is so crazy. <laughs> and girlfriends. Like they don't oh, even yeah, have to be course. married. If they're oh, just. Yeah. It could be like Kaylee Cuoco, Cuoco and Henry Cavill. <laughs> Are you his girlfriend? No, we're, we're sleeping together and we've been to Whole Foods once. Let's not put labels on it. Here's but we've what decided I will say. to call it quits. Here, and this is from my vantage point. I actually think Kaylee Cuoco is way more famous than Henry Cavill. She's on the most popular sitcom for like a decade. Yeah, so she's he's really, popular. he's the wife or girlfriend. He is the wag. Nobody's yeah. seen those stupid Superman <laughs> movies. And no one people love The Witcher. Most people do watch The Witcher. Never mind. I won't say that yet. People, but not as many watch Big Bong Theory. Big Bong Theory. Yeah. <laughs> Bing Bong. <laughs> um, all right. Well, the, that's really it for pop culture, isn't it? I, you suggested doing something <laughs> on IMDb for the, for the end of the pod if we had time. But and you can. Do we ever? Well, I just, Brett and I have been like giggling to ourselves about Al Pacino's <laughs> delivery of lines in this past couple of weeks because um, Brett watched The Insider where Al Pacino delivers a great line that goes, No, you, fuck you. <laughs> And then I saw a thread on Twitter where it was like the best, best delivered lines uh, in film. And, and one of them, the line from Heat. One of them is this line from Heat where he goes, she's got a great ass and you're all the way up it. <laughs> I love the delivery because, you know, he wanted to say big ass. His <laughs> mouth forms the B, but instead he goes great ass. <laughs> and it's really good. I'll, Brett has the link, so we'll add it to our Twitter oh, we'll so it. everyone yeah. can watch it. And a, a runner up for best line. Have you ever seen or heard of Shark Boy and Lava Girl? Yeah. Have you seen the movie? Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, well, there's another great line from that film about a kid ruining a dream journal. And, Is Pacino um, in that? <laughs> no, I'm going off on another tangent. Oh, okay. All right, let's just really quickly. I do want to look at Al Pacino's IMDb. Okay. This is going to okay. be a great segment. <laughs> the Godfather, Serpico. Good movie. Godfather 2, Dog Good Day movie. Afternoon. Good movie. <laughs> Scarface. Good sea movie. of Love. Dick Tracy. Didn't see it. Glenn Glory, Glenn Ross. That's a good movie. Scent of a Woman. Haven't seen it. Carlito's Way. <laughs> Haven't seen it. I've heard it's very good. Yeah, all these movies are supposed to be pretty good. Okay, he played someone named Grandpa in a film called Two Bits in 1995. That was what the fuck? 30 years ago. 
What's funny looking at Pacino is not funny. What's interesting <laughs> looking at Pacino's IMDb is he's actually not in that many movies. He's not. He's he, only it feels in like he's in so many. Maybe one movie a year. For the most part, there's like like a year break between every movie or two. He actually does a lot more. You think of him as this kind of iconic actor from the 70s because he's in the two best movies potentially ever made. Right. But in the 70s and the 80s, he's like doing one movie every other year. Yeah, it's not that much, but they all they are all hits pretty much other than the local stigmatic and <laughs> author Bobby author. Deerfield. <laughs> You know what the fuck these movies are. A scarecrow. And, and then at some point, when do you think he makes the transition to like... To joke? To joke. Is it Scent of a Woman? I think it's it Jack heat? and Jill. Or maybe it's Simone. Simone-y one. No. Oh, I'm seeing Simone. <laughs> um, I think it's Jack and Jill. Although his performance in Jack and Jill was very good. No, Jack and Jill, like that was way, <laughs> way after. I'm just saying, like, that's, he's like this kind of quiet, reserved young guy who has this like quiet intensity to him. Mm-hmm. And then around like heat, he just <laughs> goes crazy. Goes fucking wild. He's like, he's got a great ass. <laughs> no, oh. you fuck you. Okay, I'll tell you what the turning point was for yeah. sure. It, 1997, The Devil's Advocate. Oh, okay. That's a star, which I a wa- I've never seen. I want to see. I know. I I know. Oh my god! It's got everybody. You need to see. I mean, him playing the literal devil is just so much fun. It's so great, and that's it. You couldn't. You can improve on that. Like it's all downhill from there. Any given well, Sunday, sure, he's got a good speech. Oh my yeah. lord! Chinese coffee. The less said about that, the better. Who knows what the hell that is? Insomnia, <laughs> R.I.P. Um, Christopher Nolan. No, it wasn't Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Yeah. yeah. Uh, R.I.P. And a great man. We love him. Uh, but after that, it really, it just all pales in comparison. Geely. Oh, my God. He was in Geely? Yeah. Wow. House of Gucci, even though I enjoyed the film. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you know... Goofy. I haven't seen House of Gucci yet. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is a good movie. He's not in it very much. I wouldn't say he's like fantastic in it. He's just like in two scenes. Yeah, he's fun enough. Whatever. Did you know he plays someone named Rooster in Righteous Kill? I'm looking at it right now. All right. (laughs) This this has been a All right. I just wanted to... Listen, we've talked we talk about a lot of random actors. Al Pacino is the greatest actor, one of the greatest actors of all time. So I just thought it was about time Hey Julie, a podcast about Big Brother gave his due. <laughs> and that's all I got. That's all. Yeah. You know what? Let's let's um let's call it for Queen Victoria's birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, Queen V. Yeah. Spicy V. The spicy, original spicy V. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone have a wonderful week and we will be back early next week. Saturday. Yeah. Survivor finale pod. Woo woo. Get your wagon that Christy takes in. Yeah. <laughs> uh add us at Hey Julie BB on Twitter, big hey Julie Big Brother at gmail.com. It's still an email address. And that's it. 
That's it. Bye, Jeff. Bye, Jeff. <laughs>